welcome to yet another episode of Code for Podcast. Um, today we have our classmate from Paris, Gonzalo Fernandez de Castillo Garcia. Did I pronounce <laughs> your name right, Gonzalo? You did it, you did it great. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. No, I've uh, I've got a bit of Spanish knowledge. I lived in Barcelona for six months, and then I live in California. And we have a lot of cities and streets are named after. Um, Spanish and uh, Mexican names. So um, I picked up a bit, a bit of Spanish. Great. All right. So um, from your name, it seems you have Latin or Spanish origin. Um, uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Talk about yourself. Oh, th thank you, Colonel. Yes, actually, I'm originally from Mexico City. Uh, it has been only three years since I live in Paris. Uh, uh, well, uh, yes, I'm basically I grew up in Mexico City most That's of great. my life. That's great. Um, and talk about yourself, like uh, your life journey, what have you done so far? Um, uh, introduce yourself to our class. All right, perfect. So I, I have 40 years old. Uh, my name is Gonzalo Fernandez Castillo. I grew up in Mexico City and I have been in Paris for the last three years. I got transferred by Apple to, to France and I spent uh, almost 10 years working for Apple in many different roles in different, in different markets. I started working for Apple in Mexico after finishing a master's degree in France. Uh, I did a, a master of international business in the north of France in a city that uh, the name is Lille, uh, close to the border with Belgium. And then I, I moved back to Mexico City to start working for, for Apple as an account executive, uh, managing uh, one of our biggest business partners in, in Mexico. And then I, I start uh, working hard. I got different uh, opportunities within the company, always working in, in you know, in the marketing and sales uh, roles, uh, uh, focusing different divisions of, of the company. Uh, then I, I took over a regional role, uh, managing Latin America, uh, the sales organization for the premium resellers. Um, and then I started working for, uh, uh, let's say the retail team, right? Managing the Apple retail stores. Uh, and then I got the opportunity to be transferred to, to France to manage the, the retail organization here. Um, and, and well, a couple of months ago, I decided to quit uh, my job. Uh, I'm focused right now on helping my wife to launch her business while I'm writing a book. <laughs> and in a couple of months, uh, I think I will, be, I will be launching my own company. So, so I'm, I'm taking this opportunity to to study a little bit, to, to build my network in France and, and start um, absolutely working on, on me, actually try to define exactly what is exactly what I want to do, what is exactly where I can uh, actually uh, produce impact, a positive impact in the world and, and, and where can I generate benefits for, for others. That's great, uh, Gonzalo. Excellent uh, rundown on your background. Um, Seems like you, you have real good idea and you believe in your product uh, because quitting a job with a company like Apple uh, and uh, launching your own product, um, it needs a bit of guts and belief in yourself, which is great. Um, you've already taken that step of quitting the job and focusing on your, um, on your product. Um, um, that leads me to my question that, so you already have an idea, you're already working on it, it seems, and you're ready to launch very soon. Um, what makes you join this HEC Paris MSIE program? Well, that is an excellent question. I, I never, 
I have never been a big fan of academy, to be honest with you. I was always, let's say, a good student, but not an outstanding student. But I never believe in the traditional academy model. Uh, having that said, uh, <laughs> uh, being quite new to Paris, uh, uh, I thought it was a good idea to uh, start taking enough time to think about how can I build a, um, a network in France uh, of people who have the same, who share the same interests as I do. I, 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 for many, many years, I had been thinking on becoming an entrepreneur, not only to be financially independent, but to produce a positive, world, uh, positive impact in the world. And I wanted to start getting access to meet, uh, to produce opportunities to meet people with the similar interests. And that is one, one thing. And the, the other thing is due to the different experiences in my previous jobs, not only at Apple, but at Beats by Dre, I have the opportunity to lead a sales organization for Beats in Latin America. Uh, I had the opportunity to experience uh, a lot of entrepreneurial, let's say, activities within the company uh, okay. by launching the organization in different markets in Latin America. Uh, I had the opportunity to to build from the scratch the subsidiaries in Mexico, Brazil, Chile, and Colombia uh, for Bits by Dre before they were bought uh, by Apple. So uh, since many years ago, I had been having this uh, feeling within me, which is really my, my intuition is telling me to, that entrepreneurship is, should be my, 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 my path. You know, actually a son as a, a, of an entrepreneur, uh, you know, I, I, I benefit from, from, the, from the great uh, moments of, of having uh, an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur in, in the family, like my father. Okay. But I also suffer the bad moments, right? And, and due to these bad moments, <laughs> which were really painful at some times, I was very scared to do it. Okay. Uh, I decided finally that I am 40 years old. I am maybe 40% of my life. And I don't want to spend the rest. If I am, if I will live 90 years, let's say if I'm lucky, I don't want to spend the rest of my life just dreaming about to do it, but never doing it. So that's why I decided to do it now. Amazing. That's great. Um, so I'm a bit curious, uh, Gonzalo. Um, a lot of us join this program because uh, we want to be an entrepreneur one day. Uh, we may have an idea. We don't have an idea. We want to see how we can uh, go through from ideation to this um, uh, entire strategizing and launching our own product phase um, by learning a lot of things through MSIE program. There are a lot of students in this class um, who probably got bored uh, from their job and they wanted to do something different, but not a conventional MBA, so they joined. Uh, on the other hand, we have you. Um, you already have your product. You already are ready to launch. Um, and this program will last until next November. Um, I'm really curious, how do you plan um, to manage your workload, which is quite a bit, I assume, when you are launching your own product, um, as well as studying something. And you coming from very um, strong sales, marketing, and retail background, um, you already have a lot of knowledge, uh, probably something that we'll, we'll be learning over the course of next uh, few months. Um, how do you think you'll keep yourself energized, excited about this program at the same time, you know, launching your own product? Well, uh, that's an excellent question, but, but let me clarify something. I don't have yet my product. I'm okay. right now working on, I have three main ideas, three main okay. uh, potential projects, which I am right now trying to, to understand in a, in, a deep, in a deep level of detail. Uh, 
mm -hmm. uh, and to decide which one I'm gonna implement actually. Uh, the, the main reason why it's taking me so long to, to really decide this one is because I am, I, I am not uh, really thinking on becoming an entrepreneur just for uh, the financial independence goal that many of us probably have. But it's also because of the, the I'm, I'm working right now on me on really trying to define uh, me, my ikagai. I don't know if you're familiar to that concept, but this is a Japanese concept. Okay. That basically refers to how do you find your your um, your reason to live, right? What, what what is your mission in life? And and it's a very deep question right now. I I am I, I don't want to just create another business which will just make money, you know, and 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 uh, pay the bills. <laughs> but I really would like to take the time uh, to really think how can I produce a real tangible benefit for other and enrich some others lives you know uh, uh in a truthful way so that's why i'm taking some time i have three main ideas and i'm working very deeply on those three uh, pro potential projects in order to define which one i, I will focus on moving forward okay. then regarding your, your main question which is how i will keep excited about this program this program is exciting itself i mean just look at the previous content we have the opportunity to have access uh, uh, on previous weeks it's it's quite eye-opening to to really think about uh, uh, about our creative potential, and and the small pragmatic advices that we got from uh, uh, you know the the other course and on uh, strategic entrepreneurship uh, from ideation to exit. I think it's it's quite interesting and very eye-opening. I don't I think it's exciting itself. So so. Uh, I am pretty much engaged with this program, and and I believe that the next step on this program will be uh, uh, to continue collaborating and exactly on the way you're doing it, which is enriching from others' perspective, uh, and that is what it's going to be a big challenge uh, studying remotely. That's great. Uh, that that's very insightful. Um, I want to probe on a little bit on your um, passion. There, you mentioned that you just don't want to launch uh, just yet another business for the sake of making money, but you want to do good to the people. Um, what is your passion? What are you passionate about? Um, can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as someone who has been growing up in the, I mean, for, I, I just uh, shared with you some specific side of my career, professional career, but I had the opportunity to grow from very uh, uh, simple jobs, let's say a, a customer facing environment. And, and when, when you have the opportunity to work in customer-facing environments, you realize that you can, you can be witness of the richness of, of, of the society, but also you, you, you get exposed to the poorest experiences that you could ever imagine. Right. So, so due to this experience, I, I understood that there are many things that we can do to improve someone else's lives and that we can always uh, commit to a project that can help us to reach someone else's lives. And as someone who comes from a developing country like Mexico, I had the opportunity to live in different regions of the world, such as Europe, Southeast Asia, uh, and Americas. Uh, I had the opportunity to experience both worlds. And I got into different conclusions, which is uh, there are so many things that we can still build together to improve the conditions on other people's lives uh, and, and, and making it in a sustainable way that can be productive for people who already uh, live in good condition, but at the same time can, can uh, have a positive impact in people which are struggling right now. So 
So basically, my biggest passion is work on projects that can really and truly enrich someone else's life. And that's what, I, what we did at Apple in some ways. But uh, right now, I want to do it with my own reading uh, on, on, on what, what is missing uh, in the world. That's great. Uh, that's, uh, that's amazing. Um, we can chat offline about this uh, idea in detail if you would like. Um, I, I work for um, the philanthropic uh, arm of Facebook. Um, we fund a lot of startups uh, who have noble intentions and great ideas uh, for equality and betterment of um, developing countries and population, right? That's great. All right. Uh, well, I'll be very excited to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Great. Okay. All right. Um, so um, you mentioned three projects. Um, have you prioritized which, uh, have you gone through that exercise of which one is your number one, two, three, and what will you do to identify um, this priority if you haven't already prioritized this? <laughs> that is one million dollar question. Actually, I, you know, truth to be told, it's, I'm in, a, in the process right now where I wake up one day saying, oh my, this idea is just amazing. This project should be, you know, how come I didn't start this before? And immediately the day after, I just wake up saying, what am I thinking this, you know, I shouldn't be doing this, you know? So right now I'm, I'm a bit, I have to confess, I'm a little bit confused. Uh, uh, I'm in the process to really fix my ideas, still uh, quiet, uh, overlapping one, one project with the other, you know, and, and I, I still need a lot of work to do about it. So uh, I guess this program will help me to see these three initiatives from a different perspective and, 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 and help me to define which one of them I would like to focus on. Okay, that's great, okay. And I hope some of the exercise that we have done and will do in future will help you to refine this whole idea uh, and hope you pick the best one, uh, which will help you and also humankind, uh, which is your goal, right? That's great. That's right, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Gonzalo, um, you mentioned that there was an, uh, there was some sort of failure and some dark phases in your family's entrepreneurial journey and which made you think that you should not take up on any, uh, business rather work. Um, uh, I, I picked up on that when you were mentioning in your background, do you want to talk about without going into details of what exactly was the failure, but how that failure shaped you and what have you learned from that? Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm not just to talk about it because it's quite personal, but I, I, I will be more than open to share with you guys. Uh, you know, I grew up in Mexico City and my father used to have a construction company, which he's a civil engineer. And he started from very uh, humble roots, uh, building a small infrastructure. Uh, and he kept growing uh, his business to the point that he was able to to get contracts to build a much bigger uh, infrastructure such as airports or highways or included you know the Aztec Stadium in, in Mexico City. He, he was part of the construction team of the Aztec Stadium in Mexico City. And as you know, in Mexico, we suffer many uh, devaluations of, of our currency. Uh, and construction companies, they need to invest a lot in equipment, right? In, in, right. In, and many of them are being bought in, in, uh, in different currencies. So basically, at one of the downturns of the Mexican economy, I guess it was in 1994, 
uh, from one day to another, uh, the debt of my father passed from being, uh, let's say, uh, one, three pesos per dollar to 15 or up to 20 pesos per dollar, if, I don't, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So basically, basically sent to bankruptcy uh, and completely broke the, the business of my father to the point that we were quite close to lose even our home. Okay. Uh, that made a, a huge impact in my life. And since that moment, I, I decided that, uh, you know, managing risk is very important. Right. Uh, but at the same time, gave me a lesson of, of you know, strength. Uh, my father recovered from that situation, built another company, and overcame that, that situation and, and improved his financial situation. So, so, so failure built on me this capacity to understand that even in, in successful moments, you have to manage risk. You have to learn to diversify your business in a way that uh, uh, the, you can, uh, sorry, diversify your, your risk, right? Yeah. And you have to be prepared to face the downturns. And when those down, downturns came, uh, your family and your closest friends and your social circles need to, to be prepared for, to support you, right? Uh, right. And you have to be prepared to, to build that network uh, uh, and, and, and fit it. Uh, uh, you know, it's very important for you to, 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 have a, uh, to overcome that, those challenges. So um, absolutely, that, those were great lessons in my life. And, and in some ways that keep me very afraid about becoming an entrepreneur. But, you know, I guess we, we are here to overcome our fears and that is exactly what I'm trying to do now. That's great. Uh, that's amazing. It's quite inspiring uh, what you have learned from there. Um, so, you know, I, I live in Silicon Valley and I keep on hearing about new startups and everything about software here. Uh, we kind of live in a bubble here. Um, I do feel that businesses which are not uh, software driven, uh, which are like more traditional, um, have more risk uh, items, um, you know, things like w what your father had gone through, uh, which was just a policy decision by government, right? Nothing to do with his own business or uh, anything like that, right? Um, you have more parameters to consider than software business. And I, it's, it's quite fascinating what you've learned from that. That's amazing. Great. And yeah, kudos to your father to bounce back. I think back. it's important also, also to consider, sorry to interrupt you, but I think it's also very important to consider that in, in some markets, I guess the risk on, on currency uh, downturns, it's, it's a major thing. So you yep. uh, have to consider. Right, right, yeah. Great, amazing. Um, was it one of the driver for you not to do business in Mexico and try and do something in Europe? Um, no, 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 absolutely not. I will. I mean, to, to be told, I, I, I think Mexico is a country full of opportunities. Okay. It, it, there are major opportunities in Mexico. Uh, I guess uh, Europe is, of course, a developed economy, which, by the way, it's in some ways could be more difficult to, to find a, an, a, an idea that it's not yet in place. Right. Uh, you have the resources, but maybe not enough opportunities, you know. Uh, uh, and, and, and Mexico and developing economies is exactly the opposite. So I, I'll say no. Uh, Mexico is a great place to to to, to launch uh, and to innovate. Uh, okay. I am here because I got married with the French, and, and that's the reason why I am in France right now. <laughs> uh, but absolutely, I, I guess 
uh, I mean, Latin America, it's a great place to, 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 to launch your own projects. That's great. Awesome. All right. That's good. Um, so Gonzalo, besides uh, working on your ideas and your passion of helping people, or what are your hobbies? What do you do? Uh, any interest, any volunteering um, that you do in your free time? Well, traveling is my biggest passion, uh, my biggest hobby. Uh, um, I had the opportunity since very early in my life to travel literally around the world. And I stopped my professional career when I was living in Southeast Asia, in Indonesia to take one year off to travel around the world. And, and, and I try to do it as much as I can. Uh, uh, I feel like traveling really enriched my vision, give me perspective and background and keep myself very humble uh, after putting into perspective so many things that we can see around, around the world. Yep. Uh, fly fishing, it's another big passion that I have. I love going to the nature, do hiking and, and practice fly fishing. Uh, and I enjoy, uh, you know, the weather in Europe is quite different compared to, to, to Mexico. So when it's a gray, uh, <laughs> a gray day, you know, a gray sky day, uh, I, I like cooking with my wife. So we do some cooking uh, contests at home. Uh, oh, wow. I, have to, I have to confess that most of the time I, I'm the loser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. What is your favorite dish uh, that you like to eat and something that you love to cook? Uh, what are those dishes? Well, I love eating seafood. You know, okay. I like Mexican seafood. If you, if you have the opportunity to travel into Mexico, all the gastronomy in the, in the Pacific coast of Mexico, like fish taco is very well known, but actually lobster tacos and, and all the different kind of uh, aguachiles. And the, there are plenty of uh, great stuff in the Pacific coast of Mexico. That's my favorite food to eat. And then my favorite food to cook, that is different because what happens is that uh, I am in the process to learn more variety of dishes. I still, I, I would say that I am an intermediate uh, cooker. So <laughs> I would say recently I have been trying some Italian, some Italian stuff such as, you know, uh, uh, risottos or uh, simple stuff like that. Yeah. Amazing. That's delicious. Sounds delicious. And talking about lobster tacos, I've tried those. I, I was traveling to Cabo San Lucas in Baja California. Uh, those things, those fish tacos and lobster tacos are amazing. That's great. Oh yeah, th those are amazing. I actually have family in, in, in Cabo San Lucas and I love going there every year. I try to go there and I yeah. love going fishing there. So if it happens to be with someone from, from our program there at Sintayan there, please just don't hesitate to contact me. I can take you to go fishing. And I promise you, I will cook the best fish tacos or lobster tacos, or depend what we are able to catch <laughs> in front of you. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, are you interested in any sports? I mean, you know, you have, you're from Mexico, you're living in France and you're cooking Italian, I assume soccer. And do you follow any sports? Oh yeah, I love soccer. Uh, okay. I used to play soccer when I was younger. Now okay. uh, I just watch it on TV. But I, yeah, I love <laughs> soccer. But right. actually, uh, recently I have been practicing more paddle tennis. And oh, I, I love cycling and cycling too. So um, w just when I finished my to work for Apple, I traveled with my father in the south of France, and we crossed Spain in a bicycle. My father is 80 years old, so we oh, have wow. the opportunity to 
to go on a bicycle and we cross from, from the uh, Basque country in the French side uh, all the way to Finisterre, so all the way to, to Galicia, which was an amazing experience. So I love cycling and, and definitely adventures are one of my biggest passions in, in life. That's great. How many miles uh, uh, and days that ride was? Well, actually, uh, I don't know in miles, but in kilometers, we're close to 1,000 kilometers. Oh, wow. And we did very, very slowly in 22 days, uh, stopping in some major villages or towns that we wanted to do some tourism. Uh, so we did it in, in 21, 22 days. That's amazing. Sounds great. And for your father, kudos to him at this age. Uh, he's, he's great. That's great. Oh yeah, he's in better shape than me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, that's nice. Um, <laughs> so Gonzalo, um, any message, uh, any anything that you want to tell to our classmates? Uh, well, uh, I, I guess I, I have been listening to other episodes on this uh, podcast, which by the way are very interesting and I would like to thank all the participants and I would like to encourage the rest of the our classmates to, to participate. Uh, and and one, I mean, many, many of our previous colleagues, uh, uh, they shared some books, interesting books, which I downloaded already to, to read it on my computer. Uh, and this time I would like to recommend to read a book uh, which has nothing to do with management, uh, let's say with business, uh, but that it's probably, as important as, as other books. I, I just finished reading a, a book that really have a big impact in, in me, which is Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And in this book, it's a very deep uh, research regarding how important uh, having a good sleep is it's in our life. You know, We spend one third of our life uh, basically sleeping and, and the impact of having a good sleep in our life is very important. Sometimes we as an entrepreneurs or as a business person, we sometimes even feel proud to say, oh, I just sleep five hours a day or six hours a day. Uh, and at the end, I was one of them, actually. And at the end, I, I, I really just understood that not having good sleep can have a big, big impact, in, a negative impact in your life. And in the contrary, if you have very efficient and productive sleep, that could bring you a very positive uh, benefit. So this time I would like to recommend to read this book, uh, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. It's an amazing book, uh, which will have an impact in one third of your life, let's say. <laughs> and, and another book is Disrupt 100 Lessons in Business Innovation. That it's, that's from James Bidwell. Uh, and I follow this website, uh, Springwise, which is a website focused on sharing innovative ideas around the world from many different industries. And it's very inspirational to try to, to think about different perspectives and different ways to disrupt uh, actual business models. So uh, uh, these two books, I, I would like to recommend you. Uh, and I would like, again, to encourage everybody in, in this course to participate in this podcast. I think it's very important to learn from each other. And, and if I can help any of you at some point, just please don't hesitate to, to contact me. I'll be very happy to, to support you. That's great. Thank you so much, Gonzalo. And I'm going to contact you for those fish tacos <laughs> when I plan to visit <laughs> San Lucas. Great. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you.
All right. Thank you for uh, uh, coming on podcast and talking about yourself. Fascinating to learn a lot of things about you. And thanks again. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Thank you. Have a good thank day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Same to you.